0: Welcome to the Dr. Karen Hill Show. I'm Dr. Karen, and today's episode I'm going to talk about the Alzheimer's gene. Have you heard of the Alzheimer's gene? I've been doing some great work with my clients on nutrigenomics, which is testing that I do to look at risk factors for various lifestyle related diseases, such as Alzheimer's and taking action to be able to shut those genes off, so to speak. So today I'm going to talk about the Alzheimer's genes and I'm not going to talk about the genes themselves because what I really want you to understand is that having a nutrigenomics test and looking at which risk alleles we call them, so they're not the genes themselves that you can't do anything about, but they're little changes in the genes that you can actually have switched on or switched off. And one of those is APOE4. And what I'm just going to talk about is get you thinking about how your genes are not your destiny. That in fact, all of these very small variations in genes that can be switched on or off what we call alleles, can actually be adjusted by lifestyle yes you know how I love to talk about lifestyle so I'm going to talk about this Alzheimer's genes and I don't even know if you knew there are specific genes related to developing Alzheimer's disease but just because you have these gene variations does not mean that you will develop Alzheimer's so please hear that what it means is that you're at increased risk yes but the translation is you can decrease your risk by developing a healthy lifestyle so i'm going to talk to you about some of the lifestyle factors that we know can have an impact on these alzheimer's genes so the first one is exercise so physical exercise has shown by research to reduce your risk of Alzheimer's by 50%. That is huge, 50%. The best exercise program for Alzheimer's prevention includes aerobic exercise. So that would be 30 minutes a day for at least five times a week. So very similar to what I do in my boot camp. And that is combined with a moderate weight resistance training. So two or three strength sessions a a week. And I would add some yoga, tai chi, that improves your balance and coordination and prevents falling. So as you can see, I'm talking about lifestyle that is good for us all to do, whether you have this Alzheimer's gene or not. But if you have this Alzheimer's risk allele, this slight variation that puts you at higher risk, then pr- doing these lifestyle factors can actually reduce your risk. So let's do them anyway. So that's why I'm focused on the actual lifestyle factors, <laughs> more than just learning about the gene and what the gene does. But I will talk to you a little bit at the end about the gene, because I know you're probably fascinated to learn that. But I want to talk about lifestyle first. The second one is don't smoke, probably doesn't surprise you, don't smoke and also alcohol is bad for your brain, it will increase your chances of developing Alzheimer's. The next one is stabilize your blood sugar, you've probably heard that Alzheimer's disease is considered type 3 diabetes. So having blood sugar that fluctuates up and down from one extreme to the other is very hard on your brain. So you can eat four or six small healthy meals a day if, if that helps you stabilize your blood sugar. But a lot of people are, are doing some intermittent fasting, which is just have breakfast, lunch and dinner and not eating in between. And that stabilizes their blood sugar. So you know, you've heard me talk about having a glucometer and just knowing how to stabilize your blood sugar. Everybody is a little different in how to reach that goal. So make sure your meals are filled with plenty of protein, healthy fats, and fiber. And of course, don't eat large amounts of sugar. The next one probably doesn't surprise you is keep your brain active. Learn new things. You know, the, the, the saying is, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. So continue learning new things. Practice memorization. Enjoy puzzles or strategy games maintaining an active social life which was really concerning during covid when we were all shut down which if we're not connected socially our brain can really shut down so whatever age you are maintain an active social life and and drive a new destination i always think i'm not lost i'm just exploring and keeping my brain alive when i'm trying to figure out directions in the traffic <laughs> the next one is sleep so sleep is amazingly beneficial for our brain. And sleep is a time when our body clears out toxins that build in uh, while we're awake. And that's toxins in our body and toxins in our brain. And also stress management because chronic stress can have a detrimental effect on our brain. So part of Alzheimer's is these amyloid plaques. And The amyloid plaques are very seriously damaged uh, with stress and sleep deprivation. So the next one is controlling high blood pressure. So make sure your blood pressure is nice and well controlled. The next one is omega-3 fatty acids. So omega-3 fatty acids are important for our brain health and they are found the highest in fish eating high quality fish, of course, but I also supplement with some fish oil, some high quality fish oil. And you can certainly reach out to me and find out a good high quality fish oil that I would recommend. And of course, we haven't talked about food yet and food is medicine. So I always recommend a Mediterranean diet. So this diet is rich in fish and nuts, which is also high quality fats, olive oil, Uh, I also use avocado oil, especially when cooking, and uh, very fresh, healthy, organic produce. This has been the best diet to promote good brain health. Now, the next one is very, very important, which is your vitamin D, D for dog. Now, you know, I talk about this a lot. I want you to know your vitamin D blood level, and you want it around the level 60, This has shown to be neuroprotective, so that's brain protective, and it preserves our cognitive function, which is our thinking function. So there are many benefits of vitamin D, but since we're talking about brain health, vitamin D is very important to brain health. Now, I would consider taking some curcumin, which is uh, a high-quality turmeric. Uh, Curcumin is made from turmeric. It's one of the most bioavailable forms of turmeric, and that may help prevent Alzheimer's related plaques from forming in our brains. So lots of research showing that. Now, also, I highly recommend taking a high quality antioxidant. Antioxidants, that's antioxidation, helps protect the brain. Now, foods that are high in antioxidants include fruits, especially the berries, blueberries, raspberries, organic strawberries, vegetables, and green tea. And these foods have been shown to prevent damage to the neurons in the brain, which is amazing and thus would uh, help prevent Alzheimer's. Now, when you take a high quality antioxidant that is well balanced, it'll have the right amounts of C and E and A. And glutathione. And I recommend the USANA Health Sciences Cell Essentials. I love that. I would not go a day without it. And you can certainly reach out to me and get that at my price. Everybody needs to take a high quality antioxidant. We're talking about brain health now, but you need that for every aspect of your health. Now, I also um, recommend intermittent fasting. So I've talked about that on a separate podcast. Intermittent he- fasting, which can be 12 hours, six hours, you might stop eating at eight and start eating at eight in the morning. That's a 12-hour fast. What that does, it helps break down plaques associated with Alzheimer's. It's amazing. So um, some people go up to 24-hour fasts, and we know that fasting is not safe for everyone, please know that. So, you've got to work out what form of fasting was best for you, but it should be performed under the care of someone that knows what to do your healthcare professional. So, talk to your healthcare professional about fasting. So, as I said at the end of my podcast, I was going to talk to you about one particular gene because I don't want to get caught up in all the genes, but you can certainly reach out to me on my website, drkarenwarf.org, and look at my testing that I do, nutrigenomic testing that can look at all of your specific uh, genes that we can do something about. Every gene that's testing has a lifestyle application, and the APOE4 gene variant Remember, we we're talking about gene variants, not genes such as blue eyes, green eyes, we can't do anything about, but gene variants like the APOE4 gene. What this gene does is it carries cholesterol to the brain and it can play a role in plaque building up in the brain, which is why it's a key one for Alzheimer's disease. And when we, we can see that if you have this APOE4 risk allele, It's associated with developing late onset Alzheimer's disease and people with a certain genotype are at 10 to 30 times more likely to develop Alzheimer's disease. Isn't that amazing? But guess what? It can be, that risk can be adjusted by a healthy lifestyle. Remember I said that exercise might be a large mitigating factor of reducing your Alzheimer's risk if you have this APOE4 risk allele. Amazing, regular exercise. And having this risk allele does not mean that you will definitely develop Alzheimer's disease, but it does warrant extra precautions with lifestyle. Developing Alzheimer's is multifactorial, no doubt about it. And it depends on your environment and your lifestyle. There are people that develop Alzheimer's without having the apoe E4 gene. And there are people that have the gene and do not develop Alzheimer's. So please reach out to me. If you're interested in nutrigenomic testing, I have some great uh, opportunities for you to get tested. And then I offer a a 30-minute Zoom session to review your report and we can develop an lifestyle action plan, because that's what I'm all about. And I would love you to reach out to me, even with any questions you have about this nutrigenomic testing. I hope you've enjoyed this deep dive into lifestyle factors that can support you to reduce your risk for Alzheimer's disease. There'll be more coming in my podcast. I love this topic. Go to my website, drkarenwolf.org. You'll see under programs, I have genetic testing, health and wellness, genetic testing, and I would love you to reach out with any questions. Email me at email at and we can chat. So until next time, this is Dr. Karen with the Dr. Karen Health Show. Bye for now.